Hello, hello. Welcome back to Certified Mama's Boy. I'm not sure if anyone's listening to this episode today because I know today is actually technically a holiday, but not for us, baby. We are back. Happy 2023. Let's go. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Yep, this is it. Episode one of the new year. In case you're new to our podcast, hello, welcome. Glad to have you here. We got three principles on this show. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Well, Kiki lived to 2023, and I think that's really all we can have. Yay. <laughs> like I woke up this morning, I guess, Thank New God. Year's Day. I'm like, Kiki. That's my dog, by the way, if you're new. She's 14 and a half. And every year, I've sworn it's going to be her very last New Year's. So I'm like, Kiki, you made it. This is it. This is your very last Christmas, your very last Easter, your very last Flag Day, your very last Fourth of July. We do this whole thing. We do this How whole, many like, years can we do that with your grand? 20. This is where I get it from. It's probably my dad. <laughs> My dad swore from like age 50 of my grandmother that it was going to be her last Christmas. Um, and he was wrong because she lived to 92. <laughs> we, did that, we did that for 40 years. Before I was born, we were already saying it was going to be Grand's last Christmas. No one um, ever knows. But now it's carried over Kiki. And if you have like an elder pet, you may feel the same. It may be the same way you feel about your parents, honestly, or your grandparents as they get older. Mm. You're like, well, this is going to be it. This is it. This must be the last one. So Kiki and I, I've already had our, this is probably your last New Year's Day ceremony. <laughs> but <laughs> survived, and we are now kicking off a, a new year uh, with, with Kiki and with, with Certified Mama's Boy. So welcome. Today's going to be a little different because I'm not really technically working today. Um, I'm still kind of in vacation mode and I've got a cold and there's nothing worse than trying to not sniffle on a podcast. So forgive me if I sniffle, sneeze. I had done so well. I went all of 2022 without a cold. I literally went the whole 2022 and I don't know if I got it in my travels back. I don't know. I don't know. Like when y'all know me, like I'm super paranoid about like getting sick. Right. So I do all the right things to try to stay sick. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that's like Lysoling his, his cell phone every day. I'm the one that's washing his hands six times just to make sure that I'm not even just getting the most common of colds. And um, I have tested negative for COVID, uh, which is good, but it's good. just, it's just, uh, so mm. if today's episode's a little sniffly, apologies as we get mm-hmm. into this. Um, so yeah, Christmas break was a challenge and, mm. you know, if you follow me on social media, you may have seen a post that I posted on Christmas day about it being a challenging holiday. Um, and yeah, it was tough. It was tough. It was tough. It was a really tough holiday. And I, I think that we, um, and I'll, I'll be honest is that I'm being a little hesitant with my words right now because I know they're being extremely overanalyzed. So I want to make sure that nothing gets misconstrued or said that's going to upset anybody or hurt anybody. Um, you know, I saw after I made my post, I made this post on on Christmas Day about how I had, had struggled with the holidays, and I got so many responses from you about how it was a really hard day for you too. And I think maybe it's a couple of different things. One, you know, you're around people that you're not always around all the time. And I think too, there's like this big expectation for it to be flawless, right? 
Mm-hmm. Like I think that we all had this expectation that when we, you know, we're gonna get we're gonna get this tree and we're gonna put it in our house for some reason. And we're gonna put mm-hmm. socks socks up by our fireplace and uh go out and buy way too much stuff and put paper on it. <laughs> and everything is gonna be perfect. We're gonna cook a <laughs> shit ton of food and it's gonna be so good, and it's gonna be the perfect day. So I think the expectation for the holidays to be perfect already sets us up for mm-hmm. an unfair, <laughs> unfair expectation of reality, right? Mm-hmm. Because what you're doing is you're combining a household of humans that aren't typically in the same household, right? Like mm-hmm. we don't all live in the, unless you do, like maybe this is, maybe you're used to, it. but we've talked about every holiday. We talk about this. Mm-hmm. We talk about how it's, it's all, and, and it is, it's always a struggle. Anytime that you get family together, you're not used to being around. It's always a struggle for every human on the planet. It's like almost a universal truth, right? I mean, mm-hmm. movies are made after this. Every holiday movie. Mom, how many holiday movies did we watch over the break? Oh, Only to have basically the same theme of, <laughs> had the same theme of like family getting together for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's, it's challenging. With great expectations. That With great met. expectations. Mm-hmm. Let's take the documentary of Chevy Chase and the Christmas uh, Lampoon, Lampoon Christmas. <laughs> oh, gosh. Nothing mm-hmm. can be more realistic than that movie, but like it's very true. It's so mm-hmm. true. And I think that. In our family this year, we we had um, more of a struggle than we've had in previous years of of being together, and it was honestly it was disappointing. It was disappointing. Um, but I think we've all done this enough, right? We've all done enough holiday get-togethers to know that something goes wrong. Usually, there's a conversation down the road. Things are better. Everybody's, I mean, it's your family, right? Like, it's just your family. And um, so to say, uh, to say more than that right now, I feel like it might be a little inappropriate. Um, as everything's still kind of fresh. Uh, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic like every family is that like, if something goes down, everybody, you know, Everybody will rally once again and tensions will drop and conversations will be had. And it's like the, it's like the one thing you've got like with your family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, most, most families, I would say most families can get into a squabble and then pull it back together. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know, mom, do you want to say anything about the holidays? Mm-hmm. No, only that, you know, the thing that, always pulls families together is the love they have for each other. Yeah. And I know that we all genuinely and deeply love one another. So, you know, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. And I hope that whoever has had struggles during the holiday can pull from that same love in your heart. It was crazy. To, it was crazy the amount of messages I got about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, listen, I'm not, it's not easy to talk about your life all the time. And trust me, I get shit about it all the time. <laughs> if anyone is ever the in the uh, is ever the subject of of it, it's tough. Uh, it's tough in my marriage. It's tough with my family. Sometimes it's tough uh, with friendships. Um, when you're somebody that's 
dedicated your life to trying to be the most authentic human possible. Uh, trust me, I'd love to really delve into this and share more, but I think that you can probably understand that, you know, it's just something that we're dealing with as a family right now. And, um, yeah, I'm optimistic though. I'm optimistic and cause it like every family, man, <laughs> but I, I was really shocked. I was really shocked to see, it made me kind of sad. It made me sad to see how many people really had a struggle this holiday season, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I yeah. think that we don't share that side. I think that, that social media was super isolating for me on the holidays because, and we know this, we know this, we absolutely know this, that the snapshot that we're seeing on social media is so fake, mm-hmm. right? Like it, it would, it's, it would have been really unauthentic for us to post a, a family picture that day. It would have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't, I didn't post anything. Honest to God, I posted what I posted. So I was really struggling on the holidays. And then I took a break turned off social media for a week and I feel great now feel much better, but it can be super isolating. And I hate that. I hate that we have to have this inauthentic. This is what, what I don't want certified mama's boy to ever be. And I won't, I won't let it be that. I want you to be able to come here and know that like the stories that you're going to hear struggles are real. It's stuff that we're all going through. This world's crazy, man. Life's crazy. It's hard. Social media is so isolating. It's like the worst place in the world. Sometimes you're struggling with something. Yeah, the last it time is. I took a break and, from social media, and it, and it can do so much harm. Well, it's just I mean, it I, it's, hurts so many people. It's just it's when you see all these smiling faces, and you're like, wait a minute, everybody else had a good Christmas with me. Like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. This doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Either something very wrong with me, or there's something very wrong with this scenario that we've set up here. This social mm-hmm. media, you know, that we're yeah. um, they were having uh, that yeah. we've created. So I didn't post, I didn't post anything for the holidays, you know, there's no, no, no like pictures on the Facebook or, um, it just didn't feel authentic and I didn't want to be inauthentic. I don't want to be inauthentic anymore. I don't want to be, I don't want to be. So just know if you had a, if you had a hard holiday season, I'm so sorry. I know it sucks. It sucks when like you want it, you want everything to be good. And that can be really in any aspect of your life. You know, that can be, you want it to be financially good. You want it to be good with friends or family. You want it to be good with your spouse. You know, like I remember the last holiday season I had with my ex-wife was just awkward and uncomfortable. And on this one day or season that we've created with such high expectations, it's super isolating feeling. But just know, and this is why I, I can't not talk about this, because I don't want you to feel alone if your holiday wasn't great. Like, it's okay. It's okay. There's, there's a lot of us that probably weren't, but we just didn't post about it on social media. Or just know if you did post about it on social media and you had a bad holiday, it may feel that, – that feels pretty lonely too. I remember towards the end of my marriage of like knowing that my marriage was shit, but still feeling this obligation – to present it as happy, you know, I just don't want to be a part of that system anymore. I just don't want to be. Um, so that was the bad part. There were a lot of good parts too. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we, my mom and I, I love spending time with my mom. There's nothing more than a hoot and a holler to go to um, Dawsonville, Georgia. <laughs> it is a, it's a different place. It is like no place you've ever been before. 
Um, <laughs> unless you're from Georgia, then you've probably been there before. Uh, but it's, it's just a very, uh, it, it, it was, it was odd. Uh, it's just a very simple place. Mm-hmm. It's a very simple place. Like you just, there's, we didn't, you know, not a lot of, uh, we didn't, do did we see any human beings, mom, for the week I was there? I don't think we no, saw one human no, being. Not really. <laughs> like maybe the Amazon, no, we, we had Instacart, we had Instacart come and deliver. Oh yeah. And we saw yeah, that you guy. you taught me about getting Instacart. Yeah. We did Instacart. I showed my mom that, which was very mm-hmm. stressful, by the way. <laughs> I don't know, like, you know, I'm all about trying to, oh, gosh. you know, we talk a lot about trying to help our elderly parents <laughs> kind of catch up with technology. <laughs> I just don't know that Instacart <laughs> is is there yet. I don't know that it's not really for seniors. Um, we, <laughs> my mom and I, we, I try to really simplify because, you know, we're, we're cooking a lot of different, you know, the Yancey family's tricky. Your family could be the same way where, again, you've got. Tons of different people coming from different walks of life. You got <laughs> dietary restrictions, mm-hmm. preferences, tastes. <laughs> and if, if you allow yourself, you can run all over town just trying to get food oh, right for yeah. everybody. Right? And that's what I usually do. Yeah. So <laughs> I said, listen, this year, let's make it easy. I got Instacart. And my mom lives, yeah, keep in mind, my mom lives like in the boonies, right? So <laughs> it's not really a simple thing. Like to go to the grocery stores, you know, 30, 45 minute trip. To go well, to, to get sprouts. to get the things that you all eat. Yeah, yeah. Go to sprouts is t- it's anything vegan. That's an hour and a half round trip. <laughs> it is. But instead, we can do Instacart. Well, here's the problem with Instacart. <laughs> Any kind of grocery delivery. We've heard your groceries delivered, man. It is like such a blessing and a curse. Because <laughs> my plan was okay. So what we're going to do is my mom can put together her her list, which is going to be pretty. Pretty pretty large because you're ordering all this weird shit you wouldn't typically make. Right. Any time of year. Like we made a vegan ham. <laughs> and I'm sure right now you're saying, what in the hell is a vegan ham? <laughs> I'm still uh, kind of wondering myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I can tell you this. <laughs> vegan ham comes with about 400 ingredients, <laughs> none of which you own. <laughs> so you got that. And you got meat eaters. You, it was, it was, I knew it was going to be a very lengthy list. <laughs> so instead of spending time, very you know, the very precious time that we have together shopping for the holidays, we just put an Instacart food order in. Super simple. It takes 30 minutes, I'm sure, just to get all the ingredients put together, type it mm. in your phone, have it delivered. Which what happens is, so the one store that you may need, and this, this is real life too, I understand. So you put all this order in, and then you realize the grocery store that you're ordering from may not have that one item or two <laughs> items or three items that like you need, right? Like For example, we need something called liquid smoke. <laughs> what in the hell is a liquid smoke? I've never heard of this before in my life. <laughs> so we put all the ingredients in, right? We've got this whole shopping cart online filled of, of ingredients for vegan ham, but it needs something called liquid smoke. Okay. So we'll do that. We'll place that order for sprouts. Well, now we got to find liquid smoke, right? So <laughs> we find out that we find out that Walmart <laughs> oh, has it. But not the local Walmart, which is 20 minutes away. It's, a, it's the, the Walmart that's 45 minutes away in the, in, the, in the next town. So we're like, okay, we place this Instacart order. It's going to save us time. This is really going to save us time. It's great. Now we'll just put one thing in for Walmart pickup. Drive 45 minutes, pick it up. We have to now because now we've already ordered everything else from Instacart. We've already put everything in the cart. Like, wait, there's no option here. We have to do this. So 
So we put the Walmart order in. Well, we're now, so now we're in the car driving out to Walmart as our groceries are being delivered. As we're doing this, we're getting notifications that the things that we needed originally from Sprouts <laughs> were out of stock. I'm driving to Walmart with my order already placed ready for pickup. I can't change it. Now, while, while we're driving, we're also adding another order in for Publix pickup. And the whole process, well, how long did the whole process take us? Oh half a day. God, half a day. Multiple and, and, and we, needed a, we needed a minimum order at Walmart. So you ordered Mario Monopoly. I had to. <laughs> I had no option. Because I don't, what I don't want to do is go inside of Walmart the day before Christmas. No, no. I do it. Uh-uh. So I'm, I'm, just, I'm just filling my cart full of stuff. <laughs> we spent $7,000 on groceries oh, and we still God. probably wasn't right. We had to go to seven. We had to go to seven grocery stores instead of just going to one. And to like then Publix time. got delayed, and it wasn't until the next day. And oh my god! Oh it was just, god! They were going to come at ten thirty at night, and we're like, no, 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 no. Just know it was a mess. Yeah, they were going to they were going to drop oh. off grocery at ten thirty. Kept getting pushed back and put. I was like, you can't. Like we're not awake at ten thirty at night. And then remember the sprouts guy. So okay, so now this is day two of sprouts. Day one order came. Oh, it was fine. God. Day two came, so there was really more stuff we needed because for some reason we, we just didn't get it right. So now day two is coming, right? <laughs> and the guy shows up, and, it, and this order is going flawless. Mm-hmm. And so guy shows up, he gets, has everything ordered, rings the doorbell, which that's you know <laughs> typically just drop it off. And my mom walks over to the door and opens the door, and guy super nice, couldn't be nicer. Mm-mm. We were kind of wondering like, why are you being so friendly? Seems a little mm-hmm. odd. But this is a day um, it's five degrees too. Yeah. It was so right. cold. Georgia got super most of us, unless you're living in San Diego now, everyone else is freezing their ass off. It was like the day, <laughs> yeah. the day before Christmas, maybe. And this guy starts <laughs> pitching his lawn care service. He walks in and Jim's screaming, Close the door. Yeah. So he's in her foyer with me and introducing himself. Yeah. <laughs> talking about his PhD. And what what, what do you have? He had some degree and he was just pitching himself, man. He was like PhD in landscape design or something. Yeah. And and he has he gave me his card because he he was he was hustling over here. Dad's yelling at him, get out of my house. It was just wild. It was wild. So Yancey, just know that like uh Oh gosh. The Yancey's pretty much spent three days just to get one meal prepared and hundreds of dollars. It was really and the vegan ham was terrible. I do not recommend oh, the vegan God. ham at all. It was awful. Oh, it was tofu and like a bunch of spices. It was awful. It was really, even as a vegan that tries to promote veganism, I was highly disappointed with it. So oh, anyway, Lord. that's honestly all I got, all I'm going to say about the holidays right now. I'm sure in the future we'll talk about more of what's going on, how's everybody's feeling and everything else. But that's, that's it for that. I do want to mention this really quick and we'll get back to more of a normal episode tomorrow because we need to check our, our predictions for 2022, how those turned out. Uh, I need to talk about the upcoming year, what's happening. I do want to say one of my absolute favorite things, and I don't know if you feel the same way or not, but my absolute favorite things of 2020 was the certified fans Secret Santa that we did. I don't think I've been more. I'm sorry, 2022 Secret <laughs> Santa that we did this year. Oh, I don't yeah. think I've been more happy of anything I've ever produced or been a part of. <laughs> 
maybe like the letters to troops is always going to be something that's going to be big to me that we we did for years and years. And mm. I mean, there's certain stories, but I think with this podcast, other than when we collected almost $7,000 for third shift workers, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think anything's been more meaningful to me mm. than when we did Secret Santa this year. Yeah, it was so awesome. I mean, people really reached out to each other and just sent lovely gifts to one another. It was so I mean, special, y'all. We don't y'all. know each other. We only no. know each other virtually. Um, but it was so nice and, you know, it made such a a nice personal connection. And yeah, yeah I loved it. I hope we do that every year. It was really uh, something magical about it because, mm-hmm. again, this community is w- interesting uh, because we're all over the country and mm-hmm. we don't really have a common thread other than we've just found each other. You may have found this podcast because you listened to me on the radio. You may have found this podcast because a friend told you or you know, you may have come over from Jeff and Callie's podcast or whatever. We don't have like a common thread. We don't live in the same city. You're not, you're not drawn to this podcast because of anything in particular, but you guys were shipping gifts across the country to one another mm-hmm. and like seeing the fans page, <laughs> the excitement people had, uh, it, it honestly was my absolute favorite thing. As I said, it was not, a, not a fun holiday season for me. It was super fun to watch the certified fans. Facebook page. So and you I, took I part loved, in it. I mean, I loved what I got. I loved what my certified fans sent. It was so loving and so pampering and just just so awesome. It was, awesome. And, it, was, and it, was it was from a Georgia fan, which I love too. So it was just very was perfect. I don't know. If you're not part of our and this is not the pitch for certified fans, but we'll get that mm-hmm. in a second. But mm-hmm. uh just know it's a really cool group of people. Mm-hmm. It's just a really good group of people that I'm so proud of. Anything I've done the last 20 years, I think that this podcast and the group that we've put together of humans, mm-hmm. like all the shitty ones have kind of fallen to the side. <laughs> the, ones, <laughs> the ones that are remaining, you guys are, you know, mm-hmm. the, the first people that came on this podcast so just wanted to hear the drama. Yeah. But you guys are here and it's a really cool, authentic group of people. And I'm just super thankful. If you took part in our Secret Santa, just thank you so much. And I'm sure your Secret Santa would feel the same way. You guys will probably never meet in real life. But like you made the holiday a little bit brighter for somebody. For the 60, I think it was around 60 mm-hmm. of us that did it, awesome. Mm-hmm. And for those that didn't, I know you said you felt left out. I'm sorry. It was kind of a last-minute idea that we had to put together. So next year we'll do more of a heads up with it. But just thank you, thank you, thank you. It was very special. And let's get to our very first quote, 2023. It's from Rumi. This being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival. A joy, a depression, a meanness. Meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. Now, I think, you know, for me, I, I really want to um, take that quote to heart and think about, you know, the things that come into your life, the things that come into your mind, into your heart. Invite them in because there are lessons to be learned. And 
you know, it's also been said that, you know, when we're ready for the lesson, it will appear. I, I believe that as well. So whatever comes your way, invite it into your heart and study it and delve into it and explore it. Because so often, so, so often there is a blessing there. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I, as you get older, okay, I'll be 40 this year, by the way, which trust me, that did not go unnoticed in my mind on, <laughs> on New Year's Day. I'm like, oh God, this is the 40 year. Um, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Let me just, I'll give you a small example of this is, and maybe it's something you could start thinking about because God, if one person took away from this, I feel like my whole life would like be worth it. Um, I, I had a really bad falling out with a friend a couple of months ago. And I hated that because it was just – there was nothing fulfilling about this friendship anymore. It just seemed to be very fighting and just – we just were kind of – felt like we had kind of grown apart. And so it sucked. And we just decided just we don't really need to be friends anymore and it sucked. And what I've done since that day – it was obviously very, you know, it's frustrating. You're like, man, why does this person act this way? Why does this person act this way? And what I've done over the last couple of months is I realized that, man, all those things that came up, why this, you know, this friend was driving me kind of crazy was all shit within myself. It was mm-hmm. all shit within myself, all shit within myself that like needed to be worked on insecurities with myself or, you know, thought processes with myself that are all, um, it wasn't so much about I me mean, some of it was about them. Uh, but a lot of it was about me. Mm-hmm. That's and hard. that's the part you know, that we have to look at. That sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sucks yes. because you're like, oh, well, this person didn't do this and I'd be this. Mm-hmm. This person didn't do this. I do this. If this person didn't act this way, then I wouldn't act this way. But I think it's pretty um, growth, if you will. Mm-hmm. Pretty growthy. <laughs> <laughs> pretty growthy of mm-hmm. you. When you can really look at, like, look at any of the situations, and don't get me wrong, people still do shitty things. You know, I'm not trying to to let anybody off the hook here. But one thing I learned in therapy is like, what's what's happened, what's really happening, and what are you bringing to the situation? Mm-hmm. Think about that for a second. What's happening, and what are you bringing to the situation? Mm-hmm. Think about your last fight. Like, what was it? In every relationship, there are two people. What? No, just <laughs> no. In every relationship, there are two people, not just one. So that might be the least profound thing you're going to say in 2023. Well, no, but what I mean, <laughs> in every no. relationship, there are two people. Yes, there are, mother. It's true. But, no, but what I mean <laughs> that is when things go awry, you have some responsibility in that. And you can't change how they think or feel necessarily, but you can look at your part in it. Oh, but it sucks. And grow, <laughs> but it sucks. And grow from it. So if we're going to be learn. growy, if we're going to be growy this year, <laughs> and again, we'll, we got, I got a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about from the, from last week and you know the holidays and everything else. Uh, but one thing we're going to talk about for the new year is kind of like our intentions, and we'll get into that more tomorrow. But I, you know. It's true. Good quote. Okay. 
Moving along, um, today's <laughs> podcast, so thankful to have Cozy Earth back on. If you didn't get what the holiday mm. gift that you wanted this holiday season, it's okay. It's all right. Because we're adults and we can buy our own things. Remember back in the day when you were a kid and you just, if you didn't get something for the holidays, you just didn't get it? <laughs> like you just didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just you, you had no opportunity to get it again <laughs> until your birthday or the next holiday season. I was so disappointed. There's nothing worse. Think about it as a kid. You really wanted this one item. <laughs> if you didn't get it, oh, heartbroken, right? Uh, but now you're an adult. So here's the good news. Uh, being the <coughs> being the fifth, I'm sorry, the second of January, is you can just go buy your own gifts. That's the thing about being an adult. Just go, just do it. So like if you didn't get something you wanted, go buy Cozy Earth Sheets today. Like just make that happen. It's uh, you know, it's the winter season. We're all looking to be cozy. This is the season now. Here's what I found out about January. Tell me if you feel the same way. The winter's fine until the Christmas lights come down or the menorah goes up oh, or whatever. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it's no longer fun. It's so I cold. feel like what we have to do it's dark. Oof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And San Diego people, Phoenix people, shh, just let me have a mm-hmm. moment here. Um, (laughs) it's, it's a struggle, man. It's cold. So let's go get cozy things from cozy earth. These sheets are the best thing ever. Getting back to my cozy earth sheets. We spent a lot of last year talking about cozy earth sheets and we, you know, I'll remind you they're still here. If you want to really make your January more cozy, go check out the clothes, the robes, the blankets, and those sheets are unbelievable. Over at CozyEarth.com, we got that 40% off coupon that you can use. If you didn't get a gift you really want to go buy it for yourself because you can. CozyEarth.com. Promo code's Kramer40. Kramer40. Kramer40 at CozyEarth.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, certified fans. Again, thank you so much for making it special. It was really uh, the mm. gift exchange we did was so special. Yeah, it was so fun. Beautiful. I wish we could do it every month. We'd all be poor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> but some of the the thoughtfulness you put into it was really, I mean, mm. I don't, y'all y'all blow my mind, man. You really yeah, do. I hope I know. you know that. I'm Such always like, is anybody going to do this? Gifts. I always think like, is anybody listening? I don't even know. You know, mm-hmm. like I see the numbers, but numbers aren't people to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are like you're and like when you when you message me and when you d- participate in the things that we do. It's just it's super special. This is a group of people that support our podcast. It comes with a bunch of perks. You get discounts on the merch, and you get uh, more content. And but more than anything, it was just like thank you for supporting us. It's where the foundation of this, the budget for this, or the you know the funding for this podcast comes from, it's six dollars a month. I hope you'll see the the benefits in it. Um, but thank you for anyone that's still here with us in twenty twenty three. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Wow. Maybe maybe you're feeling a little um, joyous after the holiday season. and You want to support us? We gotta get three people this month to join certified fans. <laughs> if that's you. Let's kick off this year strong. And you can text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. 
I'd love for you to join. We didn't have one new person join over the holiday season, but that's fine. Honestly, that's not even a, that's not even a petty. That's fine. It's literally it's fine. Uh, but we're gonna get three people. This- the year is well, young. The year is young. Mm-hmm. So what we do is, in case you're new to our podcast, because uh, every show is dedicated to to one new or uh, to one member, and if you when you join, that episode's dedicated to you. Uh, but when we don't have anybody new, we just go back and we think somebody's been here before. So we're gonna go back and spin the wheel, which I just spun, and typically you can hear it in your headphones. I know you can't today because I still don't have this thing quite figured out right. I'm still not loving having a Mac, but it's fine. Um, the the certified fan is 375. Okay. And I think you are Gabriella H. Gabriella, hmm. your very first certified fan shout out for the year. And I'm pretty dang sure that your name is Gabriella H. I don't know anything about you though, Gabriella, because you didn't fill out the second part of your form. No, we don't know where she's from. I don't know. I have no idea. Hmm. But um, Gabriella, well, thank you so much. You'll see her shout out on the page and yeah, and fill us in. I hope. Thank you so much, Gabriella. Your very first certified fan. Let's give it Gabriella H. Some love and welcome back to this year's mm-hmm. certified mama's boy. Whoop whoop. To Gabriella H. So grateful for you. Thank you. Yes. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Mom. Let, that's going to do it for us, this kind of a catch-up episode for today. Okay. I love you. Love you forever, honey. All right. This is what we call Mental Health Monday. And I'll be honest. I got a little – I don't – my scheduling was weird with Leah. Uh, Leah, by the way, is our therapist friend. She comes on every Monday, and we just talk about mental health. The word of the year – in Miriam Webster is the word gaslighting. Oh, that's where'd you get that data? Oh, well, thank you. I'd like to cite my source. It's from the Miriam Webster dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> but where but where did where, where, <laughs> where'd you get your data? I don't know, the dictionary. <laughs> no, but the dictionary says the dictionary does well. Not. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Leah. Let me let me tell you. Um, Miriam Webster <laughs> always announces that word every single year. Oh, I didn't know um, that. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure what, like, why they decide to use a certain word. But every word, every year, there is there is a, a word. Let me see if I have previous years. God, um, I, t- I, I wish it was like hope. Like the, that's really no. Sad. Oh no, that's way too positive. We're, we're not there right now. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe next year. Maybe next year. Uh. Um, I can t- give you some runner-up words too, if okay. you'd like, before, we, before yeah. we go back to gaslighting. Okay. Um, uh, Omicron was one of them. Codify was another word. Raid because of Donald Trump's oh. place. Um, cancel culture. LGBTQIA. Lomi, which do you know what the word Lomi is? No, what is that? It's after it was brought into pop culture <laughs> thanks to Wordle. So I don't know. Apparently people are using it in Wordle. Not I up started, on it. I started playing Wordle recently. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Fun facts that we've learned about Lydia today. Okay. So let's let's go back to gaslighting. I, have four <laughs> I play Wordle. Okay. Um, they're not talking about – obviously they're, they're talking about manipulation. And I thought that – I know that Leah, you, you must be sick of this because we've, we've, we've done an episode on it before. But I, I think since it's the word of the year for 2022, we have, to, we have to come back to it. They say in an age of misinformation, fake news, conspiracy theory, Twitter trolls, and deep fakes, gaslighting has emerged as a word for our time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, now, this is how they define it. 
<clears throat> this is how they define it. And then I want to break it down because I feel like, God, gaslighting is being used all too the time. Much. Too, too much. much. I think Anytime we get much. in a fight, the word gaslighting has to come up. And every relationship, like you're gaslighting me, you're gaslighting me. Um, it's defined as the act or practice of grossly misleading someone, especially for one's own advantage or the psychological manipulation of a person usually over an extended period of time that causes them to question reality. Yeah. By the way, in 2022, it saw a 1,740% increase in lookups. So, um, and by the way, if you're wondering where the the word gaslight comes from, it's from a 1944 movie called Gaslight, where the husband tries to use trickery to convince his wife that she is mentally unwell so he can steal from her. So that's where, in case you wonder where. He was doing it, but I think with the, the movie was like him saying the lights word were off and they were on did you learn that in wordle we're just gonna play wordle next week okay <laughs> oh my gosh you know what we were good <laughs> anyways <sorry. laughs> we were supposed to go over your your answers to my questionnaire oh yeah okay well that's that's a future episode people okay. something to look forward to okay um so wait so, so gaslighting, how, do, how does Leah, a qualified therapist, how do you, how do you, how would you, that's the definition, but what, how is gaslighting used, it's used in, in our normal lives? So it's usually used between partners. Is that, is that your dog snoring? Yes, I told you. It is so loud. She's. I couldn't hear it until we started recording. She's like, my dog's snoring. I'm going to hear anything. She's in a deep sleep, Lucy. No, it's okay. It's all right. Again, no one expects perfection on this podcast. I gave it up years ago. <laughs> kind of like ASMR when that was a thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. I okay, love so, it. So how I, can someone be gaslit? Like, take me to a gaslighting situation. I think, again, the word is just so overused. I do think so. And it's it's an intentional act, which is what the definition says, right? So it's when one person makes a statement or says something – that completely discounts the experience or reality of the other person. Can you give me a real world example of that, of how that, how that's being used? And then maybe can you tell me what gaslighting isn't? So like, I'm just going to, because I do a lot of like work with women that are recovering from abusive relationships and narcissistic relationships. So oftentimes, um, Lucy, the person the per, the partner with you know the narcissistic traits or personality of a narcissist will will say something like say for example they're <clears throat> you know my a client says I told my partner that it really hurt my feelings when he ignored my calls all night and the gat his statement will be like I didn't get any phone calls at all oh. So like, and then, you know, so it's one of those things where it then makes the person question their own actions and their own reality. They're like, no, I like for sure called you like five times. Like I was worried, you know, whatever. And then it's like, didn't receive. So then, okay. So then it almost makes you question like, am I crazy? Like, wait, that did happen, right? Done to like challenge a reality and challenge their they're, um, yeah, like telling like the truth, like truth. Right. right. And so, it's, oh man. And people will do this in very extreme ways. And it's usually very intentional. And so I think that's why I don't love this word because a lot of people will throw it around and be like, you're, you're gaslighting me or you gaslit me. And I don't think it's used 
intentionally as often as people think. I think there's two realities, right? Like there's like your truth, my truth, and the truth. And there's and people are going to have their own perspective and understanding of things. But with gaslighting, it's an intentional act to make the other person feel like their reality or their truth is not is not their reality mm. or truth. And I don't, yeah, and to make them feel crazy. And so a lot of times it'll make people doubt themselves, doubt their judgment, doubt their perception of things. And, and then it, again, it, then it, by doing so, it makes you feel like you're not like, not as smart. Right. Not as like going cuckoo. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, can you, is only, is it only used romantically or can gaslighting be used? Cause I feel like that's, that's the only time I've, I've heard it. No, is like, is like oh yeah, like like oh you're gaslighting. I I feel like I've heard that literally when it says there's been a, a you know a, a thousand percent increase of gaslighting this year. Uh, I feel like I've heard a thousand percent more. Yeah, seventeen hundred percent more searches this year than, oh, so than searches, not not searches. I thought you said increases in gaslighting. Like, no, 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 um, no, 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 in the in, in the searching. Well, so I, I, I think would, that we're we're confused on exactly what it what it means. I would argue that some organizations gaslight their employees. Right? It's like um. You know, say, for example, employees are um, complaining about, like, the work conditions, and they're like, we send someone out to evaluate the work conditions, everything's fine, like, you, like that that type of stuff, right? Where you completely mm-hmm. discount and, and essentially dodge <laughs> the experience of someone else and yeah. say you're, like, what your, your concerns are invalid and what you're talking about isn't a problem. And so you can see like bosses do that or again, or bigger organizations do that. Like, like for example, if there's like racism or discrimination, some organizations will be like, we did our investigation and there's no um, findings of that. Right. But they can use an investigator of, you know, someone within their own organization to do Mm -hmm. it. Or they don't know like the days, like the, 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 the daily experience of the workers that are on, you know, on the front lines, right? Sure. So then you start so, thinking like, well, maybe I'm just nuts because I'm pretty sure this is what I experienced, but maybe right. I'm wrong. Right. Right. And so, so, yeah. Well, you said a lot of people use it the wrong way too, though. So what is gaslighting not? So say for example, um, I'm trying to think of an example. So say for example, you, I guess it's just like it's it's challenging your perspective or your opinion, right? So say if, say you told me, I'm just thinking like, right? Like you told me like, you know, I think you're <laughs> I think you're being too sensitive. We'll use that as an example because it's the conversation comes up. And, <laughs> that's, and, that's literally 80% of the conversations yeah. that Lee and I have in real life. Like you're being, <laughs> you're like being, you're being too sensitive. sensitive. That's not that. And so some people will say that's gaslighting because you're like, you're saying my feelings don't matter, but that's your perception. And you're not trying to make like, based on your own experiences, what you know, I may be responding more sensitively than other people, which, right. And I mean, okay. And then, so so, just just because that's my perspective of you doesn't mean that I'm gaslighting you. It has to be something that's, that's evidently right without, with, with evident, evidential proof. Right. Is actually incorrect. Yeah. And I think it's also, it's it's like a very intentional thing done to, to say you F are with you. wrong. You have no sense of the truth, yeah. right? So it's yeah. really just completely discounting another person's reality. What the hell did we call this before gaslighting? Because I, I swear to you, I've never heard that term before. Maybe well, last it's year. I mean, I think with 
with Donald Trump as president, narcissism became like a thing that people were like becoming more and more oh, aware of. Okay. And, and like, and then with that comes a lot of the qualities, which, which narcissists have, which is to gaslight and manipulate their partners. So with, that, with, that, with that mentality of, I can just say, this is the truth. Cause obviously right. we saw that a lot. I mean, you still, you still see that a lot in politics. We're like, well, no, this is, this is, this is the truth. And you're wrong. If you believe this and this is, trust me, I'm, I'm the leader. So you have to believe me. And I also, you're, th- you're wrong. Yeah. And I also think, you know, with true crime being this huge phenomenon, we're becoming more and more obsessed within our culture that we're seeing all these like sociopath, like sociopathy, narcissism in these, in these criminals, right? Like these very, extreme cases like Jeffrey Palmer, everyone was obsessed with and like his grandma would be like, there's something smelly that's weird. And he'd be like, you're wrong. Right. Or like, it's not that bad. Right. That's gaslighting where it's like, there's no Mm. smell. You're wrong. It's not bad. Basically trying to make the person feel like their reality is completely different than what it actually is. Right. Right. Now, how about this? Let me give you an example romantically. Okay. So tell me if this is gaslighting or not. Let's say that, um, yeah, you and I role playing here. We're in a relationship, and I'm like, um, you told me that we could go to mm, Applebee's for dinner, <laughs> and then you said no, I did not, even though you intentionally did say yes the night before. Right? Is that's that is that gaslighting? That's gaslighting. Wow. <laughs> Mind so is it, blown. If you right. wow, so it, it can be something as simple as that. Is like you said this, no, I didn't. Well, but exactly. even though the person definitely said that. Well, and so a lot of and a lot of times within a couple dynamic, they're the person that's gaslighting will like make false promises or try to appease their partner, right? So they'll say all the right things. It's part of the love bombing. Like you know, I'll take you on that trip we've always talked about, and then say then you're on good terms. Things have have become amicable again and then <laughs> i never said that <laughs> right well right and then the i'm pretty sure like, that was steven yancy 2019 <laughs> <laughs> so do you know what i'm saying though i do yeah i do trust yeah. me <laughs> <laughs> so that's like that, <clears throat> so that's like i mean it's really like it it's it can be something very subtle and like very small and it can be something especially in a relationship in a long-term one where it's used to appease a partner. Like you, you make a false promise, we'll say, right. Or you'll say something to appease your partner. Yes. And then, and then later on, on you go back and, and you never say, happens. so right. is that, I mean, what's the difference? Between, okay. Then this episode's running long. What's the difference between lying and gaslighting then? I mean, it's the same thing, but it's the gaslighting is the intentional, right? It's used it's to, intentionally trying to make the person feel like they, that, that never happened. This is say, for example, <clears throat> like, um, like again, we'll to the bit back to the Applebee example. Say, for example, I was like, Yeah, like, like let's go out to dinner. Applebee's, maybe Friday. <laughs> like, let's yeah. go to, and then yeah. the next all, day, you're all like, the bangers, right? <laughs> all the bangers. And you're like, So the next day, you're like, like, You said you wanted to go to Applebee's. And I'm like, No, I didn't. Like, I didn't say Applebee's. I just said, Yeah, let's go to dinner. Let's like that. I lit, and you're like, No, you said Applebee's. And I'm like, No, I just like, I'm down for dinner, but not, not necessarily Applebee's. Like, that's like not gaslighting because there's again, but- like, the, the intention's not to manipulate. It's okay, just because you just can't remember saying it. Right, right. But if you were like, I absolutely did not, because you really wanted to go to Chili's that day, and <laughs> you were like, so I'm absolutely not going to say that I said that. Right. That's gaslighting. Right. Boom. Boom. Word of the year. Or like even like you're crazy to even think I would consider Applebee's. Yeah, I would absolutely didn't say that because I would never go there. Right. You know I'm a, a Bob Evans kind of girl. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. 
What is that? Is that <laughs> Bob? I don't, it's the only other chain restaurant I could think of. Okay. What's I another? What, what? Give me another one. Chili's, Applebee's, Fridays. I don't. Cocos. I get run out. Coco's. Okay, Coco's, Denny's. I'm a Denny's kind of gal. What's the one with the good breadsticks? Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Yes. Yes. Bang. Okay. All right. We're way off track. So uh, let's let's plug the book <laughs> so we can move on here. <laughs> so you can find <laughs> you can find my book and all other resources like my blog on Psychology Today at my um, on my Instagram and that's at Her True Empowerment. I've linked it to my bio and you can find my website and all the other things. So check it out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right. You know, I appreciate um, you understanding and, and you know me like it kills me not to be able to come over here and tell you everything that happened and uh, with my family and I'd love to, uh, but I just don't think it's the appropriate thing to do right now. And it pains me to say that because, you know, I don't I just never want you to feel the, the one when I create this podcast, I just didn't want to be censored. I want to be able to share everything. And I'm sure one day I'll share the story of what happened. Um, but one thing that a consultant tell me one time is, you know, you can you can share hard times, but not while you're bleeding. And I think that's probably the best thing to do in this situation. So I will refrain from telling more for the time being. But I really did like that. The social media break was great. It was a real reset for my brain that I needed. I've never taken a social media break before, uh, with the exception of when I was going through the whole Molly hangover thing. Uh, but if you've never done it before, highly recommend it. I feel energized for this new year. Excited to be back. And thank you so much for being a part of this. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.